National Podcast Day is September 30th, but what is National Podcast Day? It's pretty simple and you can help spread the word. National Podcast Day is dedicated to promoting podcasting worldwide through public engagement. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved with National Podcast Day? It's easy. Head over to nationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. But ultimately, these options are endless. Remember, September 30th, nationalpodcastday.com. And let's start the conversation. National Podcast Day is September 30th. But what is National Podcast Day? It's pretty simple and you can help spread the word. National Podcast Day is dedicated to promoting podcasting worldwide through public engagement. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved with National Podcast Day? It's easy. Head over to nationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. But ultimately, these options are endless. Remember, September 30th, nationalpodcastday.com. And let's start the conversation. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Hi guys, DJ Lunchbox here, aka uh, Will Rutherford. Uh, I've been on the show a few times. You might remember me from such episodes as uh, Awesome Cast Number, whatever it was. Uh, and this video that I'm recording for you now is on my brand new iPhone. I got the iPhone 6, not the big one, uh, because I have an iPad Mini and I didn't feel the need for to get a big one. Um, and let me tell you, this phone is great. I'm I'm a big fan. It's uh, uh, the the contours just fit right in my hand. It's not the the hard edges the same way that the five and the four was. Was I jumped from a five to the six, and um, I know that some of the advancements I would have gotten on the five S, but uh, I didn't because uh, I, I I didn't have the money. So um, I took advantage of uh, Verizon's trade-in program. I gave them my five. They gave me a six. End of story. And I walked out, and it's it's great. The thumb reader thing is super cool. And I know that's not uh, a new feature, but uh, it still excites me as a nerd. Um, the uh, camera is bonkers, uh, which you can't tell because this video is probably compressed by the time you get to see it. But uh, trust me, this camera is absolutely insane. Um, big fan of the phone, big fan of iOS 8. I, I feel like uh, the phone is just the right size. I always felt that the 4 was too small, the 5 was okay. This is just right. I'm a fan. The display is gorgeous and uh, uh, it's just great. I don't have a bad word to say against it. So, uh, Sorg, thanks for having me on Awesome Cast once again, and uh, enjoy the video. Oh, and check me out on Panel Riot, panelriot.com. Follow me at Panel Riot on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, guys, it's Mike Sorg here for the Awesome Cast, ready to get geeky here in the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. And uh, we got a we got a full studio actually this week on the couch. One, of course, returning as usual. Chilla is back with us. Yes, I am, and, and I have new toys. <laughs> yes, he I does. waited in line. And also with us, a first timer in the studio, Josh Lucas of the hard. What's wait, 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 okay, the hardware store, Crowdosaurus. You got this new app. It, 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 everything. I believe you're a chemistry teacher too. Is that right? Uh, used to be a chemistry, <laughs> to be a teacher. chemistry teacher. Uh, he does everything. He Except does wait in line. Except wait in line for the iPhone. Apparently, Did but we'll talk that. about that as Mine's well. Red. 
<laughs> How you doing? Great. How are you doing, Mike? Awesome. Awesome. We'll get into all those things that he's doing in a moment. Um, and of course, uh, we have our great chat room going here at live.sogatronmedia.com. And we are, we've taken over. I talked about the Ustream, or you, I'm going to keep doing that. The YouTube Live uh, that we tested out last week <clears> with <throat> flying colors. We, we did in our event last night uh, down at the Thrill Mill, actually, with, with uh, Women in Bio. That went great. Uh, so we're uh, officially taking over there. Uh, the cool thing um, uh, about it, if you go to live.sorgatronmedia.com, anytime during the week, I leave it up there. You can watch the entire, last week is eight and a half hours of what we recorded <laughs> on Tuesdays and you can really love the experience you can time shift the experience now of actually watching the live uh, the actually live uh, uh, show with us you'll just be very very lonely in the chat room probably <laughs> um, but of course we do this every Tuesday night uh, there at live.sorgatronmedia.com um, at about 6.30pm eastern time about an hour hour and a half ish um, and of course you can find everything at awesomecast.net um, you can uh, check us on twitter at awesomecast on facebook um, as well as Google Plus, so we're, we're putting stories up and clips all week. We're back to the clips, so if you guys, uh, a lot of people have been finding us through there. I know the equal jot from like almost a year ago uh, is like our top hits <laughs> for some reason. Uh, so, and people still comment on. There's that. A, another version of that coming out. There's another version. There's another. Sh- there's a jot. There's the equal. Is that the one with the sensor at the top? Yeah. Yeah. So there, the, yeah. There's another version coming out of that that's not dependent on. A tablet or anything there to connect to it'll record it looks pretty cool there you go. which bums me out because i actually got the equal drop right after we did that episode <laughs> after we did that episode. <laughs> i don't know if she's been using it i don't think uh, so <laughs> um and of course you can subscribe to us we're on itunes youtube stitcher and spreaker in audio and video formats however you want to consume us that sounds weird. Um, and, and also, hey, big shout out to Diggy, John DeGore, that joined us last week. He was uh, 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 gearing up for the Pixels of Fury. Um, and and apparently apparently he got the uh, awesome cast bump because, guys, he won. There he is holding up the uh, statue right there, the awesome trophy that we were showing off last week. So uh, congrats to him. I know he said he was super super nervous and i think he got super super drunk afterwards to uh, celebrate <laughs> so so good for him uh you can go check out all that stuff i believe it's aiga pittsburgh.org or pittsburgh.aiga.org i believe off the top of my head just search it just pittsburgh aiga in the google so find it uh so let's get into our awesome things of the week well first josh you got a lot of, you got a lot of awesome going on uh, uh, <laughs> i i try to keep my awesome at some like level right here that's right it's a little i, I might be like here and you're like up here so on it's the just awesome. so it blocks my view of like what's really going on exactly in the exactly uh first i guess for the uninitiated let's, uh, let's talk about like what what is it that you're actively uh into right now well, first mm. let's talk about the hardware store which is really just a hill hill away over here in the south hills yeah so um well, we do a lot of things, mm-hmm. uh, probably too many things. Uh, sort of the flagship these days of uh, our our work is the hardware store. Uh, at its core, it's a, it's a co-working space, a shared office space community. Um, but it's becoming so much more as we kind of iterate through different uh, models of, of what it can be. Uh, and we know each other because the hardware store has a, has a media-centric focus. It's a co-working space. Uh, that seeks to attract and seduce young media producers into its fold so that we can uh, work to find those guys jobs and uh, have a strong uh, production community here in the city. So a lot of the guys are animators and graphic designers and uh, videographers. So 
about half of my my, my teams are, are are sort of that focus. Nice, nice. Now you're starting in, um, um, you know, this of course uh, up in Allentown. Um, I, you know, there hasn't been a lot going on there for a while, especially in this field. If it seems no, unless not there's at all. unless there's other things hidden in there that I don't know. About there are there. hidden gems in the hilltop, but uh, the hilltop, <laughs> you know, is is. You know the story of Pittsburgh, right? It was it's a neglecting neighborhood. It comes from these these great roots of of the solid blue collar middle class, and you know when the mills closed in the seventies and eighties, uh, it went with the mills, uh, and that middle class never reestablished itself. So we uh, are not actually first in. I would say Alla Familia, the the upscale Italian restaurant, is is first in up there. But you know we like to think that we're uh, contributing and in, 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 in bringing a different character to the neighborhood, mm-hmm. but we're not interested in gentrifying it. We're we're really interested in in seeing how our co-working community can can help lift existing businesses that are up there and uh, provide some sort of asset delivery that's that's going to make a difference in, in sort of how they think about themselves and how they present themselves more broadly to to their customers uh, up on the hill. Mm-hmm. I'm really just jealous we don't have something like this in Beachview. Yeah, why don't you, Mike? Why <laughs> I don't you know. It? You have, I don't, I've you have of, a start maybe, right I here, right? Kind of mm-hmm. I can sell some desks. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a desk over there. Everybody can do their there. laundry, obviously, but. Um. <laughs> No, that's awesome. That's awesome. And it's great to see that thing happen because it's definitely, you know, it feels like the innovation stops at Southside sometimes. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, we, we got great things like Alpha Lab down there. Sure, we do. And, and we got all kinds of companies popping up down there, shells down there, I know. Um, yeah. And it's great to see that kind of spreading even but further. But that's the danger, right? Like, mm-hmm. we don't want East Carson Street to become eight miles. So we have to make sure that mm-hmm. we are thoughtful about how we spread the smart people out across Pittsburgh and how we spread people that have, you know, disposable income and talent. We, we can't just put them all in one place. That's, that's a horrible idea because <laughs> when you do that, then what happens to all the other neighborhoods? Right, right. Spread it out a bit. Um, and, and I've left, like, even this neighborhood, I think, has been popping up in the past probably three years, especially, you yeah. know, seeing businesses pop up, um, eateries, <clears> you know, uh, you, know uh, you know, we have the coffee shop and everything, you know, and it's, 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 it's a little more lively than when I used to take the train just through here and just that weird neighborhood mm-hmm. I never wanted to get off at. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, which, you know, I feel like Allentown to the point was for a bit too and maybe still is, is getting there, oh, right? Yeah. totally is. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> But that's because the county hasn't turned the tea back on. As soon as the county turns the tea back on, then uh, you won't just fly through there like when you're going to the South Hills. Are yeah, they planning yeah. on turning the tea back on? Well, I mean, we like to say they are, but they're probably not uh, anytime <laughs> yeah. in the near future. So, you know, when Pat cut all the transit stuff a couple of years ago, right? Like that's that's that was one of the lines to go. So now mm-hmm. the only time the T runs through Allentown is when uh, the real line is shut down. It's like the emergency line. Now, if for those not initiated, the T is the the train line here in Pittsburgh. Um, so the kind of our subway system, but mostly it's, it's light like, rail. It's subway. Right? It's subway for like a mile. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's our light rail system that goes at least through the South Hills or some extended through the North. Yeah. It used to be everywhere, <laughs> and it's awesome. You know? Yeah. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, I, it, and that's something I'm totally jealous about this area. You guys have a coffee shop. Dormont, no coffee shops, not, not to my knowledge. You did we, for a we, minute. We did for a minute and it closed down. Well, well. And it, it closed at like 7 o'clock so at night. You have a and, great diner. Two great yeah, we, do have, we have a couple great diners. but mm-hmm. And a great dessert place now, right? Dessert place. Is there some kind of like cupcake dessert? I don't no, know. No, no, no. They, they were by the, the movie theater. They closed up. Huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Closed, oh, yeah. They did. They were awesome. That was the coffee shop. That was yeah. They, well. they were like a. They were like both. Yeah. yeah. So, so you have it. Well, we don't have a coffee shop either, Mike. So. So. So know. if anybody wants to open a coffee shop up in Allentown, hey, maybe Crazy Mocha will get up there. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> 
please, Monkey Mocha up there. Um, Just hold my tongue on that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, awesome, awesome. But yeah, one thing I, I we've been uh, uh, putting out some of your posts. I know, I know, uh, you guys were into the. We talked about a few weeks ago the 360 degree camera. You guys are hoping to get up there. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we have a couple teams up there. One team already has one. Uh, mm-hmm. They use it for, like, real estate shoots. So mm-hmm. they're trying to uh, corner the market on, you know, like the Howard Hanna listings, right? So they want to go into, like, a property and go ahead and take the pictures of the property and panorama. And then there's all kinds of web apps that will publish that now. So that, well, that could, What they're doing, does that also translate to, like, the indoor street view thing I, I know some businesses have been doing? Yeah, yeah, totally it, okay. right? Like, that's exactly it, right? So there's a real estate side of that market, and there's also kind of, like, working for Google. You can yeah. actually, like, apply to be, like, a Google contractor to go do that stuff. Um, and I think Mayoflux has applied for that, and I know Shoutside already has the camera. Nice. Uh, and it's it's pretty neat, right? Like, it's 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 gonna be really cool when when this this beta one that we were talking about uh, a couple weeks ago comes out that will allow you to live stream in 360 and, and nice. the ones that we have now are just kind of like static 360 cameras but the next iteration of them uh we could put it right in the middle of the room like right here and anybody viewing on the web could auto you know essentially control who they want to look at so it's kind of like the ultimate drop cam mm-hmm. ultimate drop be. cam that'd, that'd be great and that'd we can't be. wait to get one they're gonna be like what 550 bucks or something like that when they launch it's not bad for no, and like yeah. to be able to stream that live as as a thing that you can do, especially for like an event live stream where you could take it, stick it in the middle of the room, and essentially capture that whole event in in three hundred sixty degrees. That's that's awesome. I can't wait to play with it. That's great. You can get you get one camera. You get the reactions and what's happening on stage. And on the embarrassing stuff. <laughs> when when they when they live stream that, like, how does that work? Is there a plugin you have to use? Yes, yeah, so you, you have to direct it back to a website that's that's hosting it. Right? Okay. So um, I think that. The one we're looking at actually directs you back to their own website where you'd have to have an account and and it would have that integration, whether it's a Chrome app or I'm not real sure. Okay. Probably something. Probably something, something. Hopefully not Flash. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully they're a little more progressive than that. Uh, The other cool thing I've seen uh, you guys talking about lately was the the new uh, mesh Wi-Fi. Yeah. So is this the the cool thing of the week segment? Yeah. We're kind of of all over it. So. MetaMesh, PitMesh, that's that's definitely the cool thing of the week. So there is a startup in town, uh, came out of Hack Pittsburgh, still in Hack Pittsburgh, uh, and they are building a mesh network. And that is really, really super important. What is uh, Hack Pittsburgh for those that don't know? So Hack Pittsburgh is in the basement of Startup Town, and it's a uh, it's a space where you can go and hack things. And not like computer hacking, not necessarily software hacking, but like life hacking or hardware hacking and, and things like that. So it's a, a bunch of guys that, um, you know, have an association with, with Startup Town and uh, go down there and, and do cool things with, 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 what, with what is out there. That's a lot of... That is a lot of... Right Wait, there. is that... <laughs> I saw a picture of this, I think, on Twitter. Yes. That's one of the antennas, isn't it? Yes. That's the antenna Uh, on the front of the hardware store now. And it is uh, phallic and profound. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But more importantly is just this general idea of what a mesh network is. It's this really cool way of creating free wireless infrastructure. So everybody owns their own access point anyway. What if those access points could talk to each other and recognize each other and figure out a way to provide a path to uh, wireless internet from that communication between the access points? So anybody who buys an access point that's been flashed with the code that these guys are writing for the mesh network will auto-recognize any other mesh network in range and provide more geographic coverage of the free wireless internet. 
Very cool. So it's this organic, independently owned network that sits on top of, 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 of a city or a neighborhood and even potentially the entire country. If you could like, remember like hands across America and like, in like the eighties, right? Like it's hands across America, but for wireless internet. That's handy because uh, I know cell service is particularly bad at the top yeah. of the hill there for some reason. <laughs> no, well, we can probably figure out why. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Um, but, uh, but so how does that work for like, if, if I'm there by, well, what's, what's the range? First of all, like if you just have one up. So um, we're not 100% sure. So that's, they're pretty big antennas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to have really good coverage up there because this is essentially their, their, um, their launch neighborhood and they want to make sure that it's awesome, like an awesome cast, but for Wi-Fi. Um, so we're doing them every two blocks, I believe those guys are putting them up and kind of staggered across streets, right? So one side of the street, other side of the street, one side of the street. Uh, this is all done through a URA grant. Uh, and so the URA gave those guys some money to build this pilot mesh network. And the city of Pittsburgh is super interested in it, right? And everybody's super interested in it because who wants to pay for wireless infrastructure? Like that would be a millions and millions of dollars to do wireless infrastructure across the city. Sure, you could contract some big company to come in and do this, but mm-hmm. this is a, an organic way to grow it. Like this is a way for everybody to get in on it. Um, what does this, this might be an outside the box question. Maybe you don't have an answer for this. Maybe it's more for them. Um, but does this, because we've heard about municipalities putting in like, broadband because like Verizon or Comcast isn't providing mm-hmm. in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any concern of this getting in the way of those? Because uh, Pennsylvania in particular, I know um, they have restrictions on that because Verizon or whatever made enough noise. You can get in those politics, but, sure. uh, uh, but, but is this, is this outside the box with that? Cause I guess you're not exactly provide, you're providing access. So but, there's a couple ways to look at this. Yeah, because uh, I mean, you, you're, yeah, you're like, we're, we're, we're talking about like you have your files for your Comcast in the building and it's hooked up to that, right? Am, am I getting that right? Uh, maybe. It could I'm, go any way, I'm right? technical, I know. But. Uh, so, you know, the thing about mesh networks is that they're just a network. Yeah. And they don't necessarily even provide access to the internet unless somebody ports it to their internet port. Okay. So think about this from a city services perspective. A horrible catastrophe happens in the city of Pittsburgh. All the lights go out, but all these mesh network antennas are on battery backups. Mm. That's a, a independent network that has the lights on no matter what's going on with everything else in city infrastructure. So chat functionality, video conferencing, video, voice over internet protocol, right? Anything that you can run on a regular network or on, on the internet, you can now run on this independent battery, battery backed up uh, wireless infrastructure. Now, to get to the internet, somebody's got to donate bandwidth. And that bandwidth can come from any business class uh, internet connection, right? Okay. So, I mean, like, I, I can't do it from my house, but... but You could. I would think Comcast would be mad at you. That, that's, I'm sure there's a TOS problem in there. Just <laughs> probably like, just like, like running. Like, I'm pretty sure I wasn't supposed to run that Shoutcast server out of my house 10 that, years that's ago. That's probably yeah. true. Yeah. And you're probably not sure it's a bit torrent, like, gigabytes of, like... You know, Game of Thrones, exactly, and like 4K, exactly, like original 4K Game of Thrones footage well, or anything and, like that. And how does that work from a from the respect of if someone donates bandwidth, what happens if then someone does torrent or is that blocked somehow? Yeah, so that's or? all flashed on there very very intelligently. So okay. uh, somebody in the street can't take your bandwidth if you're doing a high bandwidth application inside your home. Okay. So the guys have written bits of code that say, well, I'm going to donate 20% to the street. Okay. Uh, uh, and then if something is going on inside the hardware store that requires a lot of bandwidth, that's just going to get shut off. 
for oh. some period of time. So like 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 ideally, say we had a business class here, and I want to do mesh here in Beachview, well, yeah. in my house. Uh, I could say, you know, hey, Tuesday nights we're just gonna kill it, kill that extra bit. Yeah, so it's gonna supposed to be smart enough to do it automatically. Yeah. So if it sees that you're pulling and streaming and doing all that if kind I'm, of stuff, if I'm sitting here legally watching Game of Thrones and I need the bandwidth, it'll 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 uh, dither, compensate. Dither it down. <laughs> now, all of that said, um, we think this this is a disruptive idea, mm-hmm. and we think that eventually somebody's gonna be very irritated by it, right? Because a lot of people have a lot of stake in telecommunications and have been building out what we consider legacy systems, right? Like mm-hmm. these old, big, archaic chunks of infrastructure and the rate at which this technology is changing is going to essentially create obsolescence for all that stuff and in that there's i'm sure going to be legal battles as well but being this early in i think that we're going to have a couple years of awesome growth and awesomeness associated with it one what but i guess my my question too was what keeps someone that's using the mesh network from torrenting or from doing something illegal not, well, nothing. nothing. What keeps okay. you from going to Starbucks and doing something illegal right. other than their terms of service and whatever sort of firewalls that they may or may not have in place, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's a real interesting sort of question for um, how law enforcement's going to even keep up, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you have all this free wireless internet access and people doing horrible things, then how do you how do you regulate that? Now, everything's still recorded, right? Like IP addresses, right. uh, all that stuff still gets still gets logged. So theoretically, like if you do something stupid on your phone on a mesh network, I'm I'm pretty confident that the NSA or FBI could deduce whose phone it was. Right. Uh that would just be a hunch. I don't have any real data to back that up. Uh but no, it's 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 um it has the potential to reshape and position Pittsburgh as being a very progressive leader uh in this in this sort of hardware side, right? So there's about there's, you know, there's very few of these in the world. All the big ones are in are in the cool, hip, liberal, progressive Nordic countries uh, for some reason, right? And one, I think oh, one those in Ham- Nordics, Nords, and I think one, <laughs> and I think one in Hamburg also. And there's a few uh, popping up in in big metropolitan areas like Brooklyn and in Chicago and stuff like that. But little Allentown, the little neighborhood that could is gonna uh, have the first one. And you know, from our perspective, giving information to uh, to people that are, are are economically distressed is is a huge part of of, of, of turning those situations around. Next thing you know, Google's going to put an office in up there. You watch. I hope so. <laughs> Just one though, and only like a ten man office because we don't want all that East End gentrification up there. Exactly. Um, awesome. Awesome. Um, I, I know you got one more thing. Uh, I, I think you wanted to talk about. You got a new application you guys are testing out, right? Yeah, we uh, our goal in the hardware store is to launch five new apps this year. Wow. And so we just pushed the first one out. Uh, lessons learned from some of the other startups that we've done. Uh, we're doing them in six-month evaluative runs. And if they're not getting customers, we're going to shut them off instead of grinding, 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 grinding. So this okay. one's called 5x5. Five five, and what it does is it affiliates and associates five unrelated Twitter accounts together. And what that allows to happen is... Um, those folks to post on each other's feeds. So you can imagine the value there is opening up networks for people that don't have access to networks. So what we do is we partner a restaurant, a nonprofit, a rock band, a podcast, and a doctor together, right? 
And they all have similar uh, numbers of followers, but their networks are broadly and hugely different. So wouldn't it be great if if AwesomeCast could post on, you know, Bar Marco's Twitter feed? Like if you could compose a tweet and then have Bar Marco retweet that tweet or actually post that tweet as if it was their own composition, supporting the cool things that you do. So the app creates efficiencies and schedules and ways for five unaffiliated uh, Twitter accounts to essentially do that in a, in a way that's not a pain in the ass. Can I say ass on, on, on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Wait, that, what's, that, what's the worst word I can say on the podcast? Uh, up to the F word, I up, think. Up to or yeah. including the F word? Up, uh, up to and not up including. Up to, not, yeah. not, not Unless you're really, really passionate about something. <laughs> <laughs> this is really... <laughs> uh, so we think there's a big value there. Uh you know, everybody does this anyway in their, in their, there's all these uh, informal quid pro quos on Twitter, right? Like mm-hmm. you tweet me, I tweet you, you Google plus me, I Google plus you. So what if we could formalize those uh, conspiratorial relationships and do them efficiently? And like just kind of grow the audience. Yeah. Grow your, give you to a new audience, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of doctors who have patients that have never heard of you. And so what if that doctor would tweet about you for five weeks? So it's called five by five because it's it's a five week run with five partners that you know nothing about. Okay, that's pretty cool. We try to be really cool. It doesn't always work. But <laughs> our goal every morning is to be this awesome, where I bl- can't see the future and uh, uh, cool. That's that's kind of my that's my my creed around here is like oh as long as I'm doing something awesome and, and hopefully getting paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that even means anymore <laughs> yeah it's, it's sketchy for me too um <laughs> awesome awesome so uh, if anybody wants to check out uh, everything you're working at on uh, uh where, where can they find all that uh workhardpgh.com uh at workhardpgh and just generally workhardpgh all over the place twitters facebook's google's that sort of thing. Awesome. Like us on Google Plus because that helps our SEO. Do a lot of that. Plus one us. <laughs> plus one us. <laughs> somebody asked me what a plus one was yesterday. Exactly. It's like, oh, it's like a like. It's the thing Google wants you to do so that you show up on the first page of the search Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And there's that whole is Google Plus going away thing. Which, I, don't know. I haven't heard that yet. Uh, apparently, if you sign up for Google, you're not required to do a Google Plus account. Really? Yeah, but I don't think that means it's going away. I just think they're making it optional. Which is really crappy for the rest of us that they made integrates. So. Yeah. So, I, uh, yeah. How are they going to unwind that puzzle, right? Yeah. Because yeah. everything from like Google locations to like YouTube's all integrated into that. And I thought it was a great thing. You know, it yeah. was, uh, I mean, I, I, that's why, you know, I sold a lot of clients. I was like, well, you got to make sure in Google. Plus, I know there's nobody talking there, but that's how you're represented everywhere, yep. you know? I think that's how you get the Google juice. You plug into their system. We're fans of it. I mean, I've, yeah. we've been using it for two years, or two and a half years. I've enjoyed it. Hangout has been monumental. For which, sure. Which, you know, we got help outs, which I'm hoping to get some tests in for that here in, in the near future. Uh, to YouTube Live, which if you go to YouTube Live to mm-hmm. do a stream, there's like, do you want basic or custom? And basic is just starting to hang out through your YouTube channel instead of through Google+. Interesting. So We live stream to youtube when we do live streams yeah and we're yeah we're getting into it now because uh after justin tv went down mm-hmm. you need something reliable yeah well and it's seo right like if you you stream to youtube and folks are commenting and liking and engaging then that's establishing your brand in mm-hmm. google's hierarchy of you gotta play their game and it's not a bad game. i like it it's not I'm a bad game yeah, only the eu's pissed 
So <laughs> anyways, uh, what do they know? Nords. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Let me uh, chill. I know you got one too, but let's get a little bit iPhoney, and then we'll take the break and we'll get more iPhoney. Um, my awesome thing of the week. Have you played with he- Hey Siri much, Chilla? I have. So one of the drawbacks to Hey Siri mm-hmm. is that it had the phone has to be plugged in. Yeah, I we have. Were, we were kind of hoping this would go away when they got out of beta. Wait, we, we were. I was hoping. Uh, yeah, I was hoping it would go away when it got out of beta. It hasn't. Um. I use it a lot, obviously, at home, mm-hmm. especially when I'm home alone <clears throat> with the, the new kid. Yeah. Um, it makes it so much easier for searching for something or texting someone or anything of that nature. So is this like, OK, Google? This is like, yeah. OK, Google. So basically, uh, actually, well, I did. I have this plugged in here and I can say, um, hey, Siri, set my alarm for 7 a.m. And it's going and, and actually updates the words a lot quicker than it used to be, yeah. like, like like Google does. So why does it have to be plugged in? They they want it on battery. I don't. I they went off battery because it's always listening. Now the Moto X did this first, right? Um, I didn't realize. I didn't and they have a special it. they have a special processor for that. Yeah, they have a special processor that. So it's kind of like how they yeah. they added the processor to the last iPhone, where uh, like the steps and all the fitness stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's always looking the motion for the, the motion processor, so it's not sapping your battery as much. So there's no button pushing. Like so for OK Google, you've got to go and say OK Google. No, for for OK Google, it's like my phone is sitting there, and I say OK Google, and it's every you hear the yeah, OK. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you have to have you have to have the Google Now launcher. You have to be on this screen, right? You have to be to on work? that screen for that. You have to be on that screen, or unless you have a Moto X, or if you're on the launcher, or if you're on the Moto X was the big one that was that was wherever the phone is. Um, yeah. One of the tablets too, because I know I know uh, Frank Genoa. <clears throat> happy post birthday, Frank! By the way, I was one on Twitter. Um, he, he had a tablet. I think it was a Nexus. Maybe he had a launcher on it too. I, I think know, he, I think it's if you have if you have the Now launcher, yeah, you can do it. Without having to turn it on or anything or, or whatever. And I think I have to activate because I do have that on my Nexus 7, but yeah. it doesn't really pop up. Uh, but still, it's that, that idea that, you know, you have that hands-free thing. Um, I found it's really nice, again, at night saying, you know, hey, set my alarm for the next morning. Um, I get in the car, plug the thing into the dock, and I'm muscling, you know, I'm fussing <laughs> with my, my seatbelt or whatever. And I say, hey, uh, hey, Siri, open Stitcher. You know, and, and it does. And, and by the time I'm done with whatever I'm doing, it's loaded up and I can see what the latest podcast is for my drive. Hmm. You know, it, it's been really nice for that the last few days. Um, the fun test was because we both have iPhones that are plugged in on our nightstands. Oh. <laughs> so the first <laughs> night after we all updated, I'm like, hey, Siri, da, 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 da. And both of them start responding. <laughs> nice. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, do you trust it, right? Like, so when I use like, okay, Google, like set my alarm or whatever, right? Like, I still look at the screen because I don't trust it. No, look at the screen for sure. When you do text, um, it's kind of like uh, if you've ever done with Bluetooth uh, with, with, hey, with, with the Siri. Oh, it's picking up all my words. <laughs> yeah, isn't it funny too? Yeah. Like it's a long, it, it's all, it, it's yeah. like it my, never stops. It's like my whole screen right now. And it keeps going. <laughs> and it keeps it's going. waiting for you to stop. And it keeps going. It seems to hang on waiting to make sure you're finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just filled. By- <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see what that does. I'm not sure what you said, Sorgatron. Okay. Um, other side thing that happened. Um, just, we were just kind of having fun with it. And I'm lying there in bed. I'm like, Siri, Hey Siri, tell me a story. Try it. <laughs> I, I have heard she'll come back with different different comments. Uh, the one, 
Oh, sorry. It's, go a, ahead. it's a pretty. It's a no. It's a long. It's an actual story. It's like oh. one day there was a personal assistant that applied for a job at Apple, and everybody thought <laughs> oh, she was great. And it's like, and it was like, but it was like, it was like both like sweet and creepy at the same time. Yeah. So it's uh, that, that was a new one, and I had I mentioned it on the uh, the morning podcast I've been doing, um, and somebody tried it. And like I'm like I'm like, was it creepy or was it nice? And he's like, yes. <laughs> um it, it basically it basically but no i i really yeah i think i kicked it on again um but uh that's the one thing that's actually made me so for the five and the five s i had a battery case mm-hmm. the mophie oh then and i i thought you know i i actually used it a while at first and then i just became more in the habit of like when i'm at work I would. I used to just throw my phone down on my desk. Then I got a nice dock where I could see the phone, and it yeah. got me in the habit of always just plugging the phone in because it's two mm. inches from a charger yeah, anyway. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. why not just throw it on a dock or throw or throw it on a charge? I've been actually so I stopped using that because I got in the habit of actually charging my phone on occasion. <laughs> um, that's actually the Hey Siri has actually made me think about getting another charge case because if you're in a situation where you want to use it and you're not around a charger you could just turn the case on and it would confuse <laughs> it would confuse the so, battery and think it was on charge so that's the uh the uh hey siri workaround yeah <laughs> and i'm wondering if in the next phone or somehow they're going to figure out away with the motion processor or that's something what, to, i bet your i bet your 6x is going to have the well we got a chip that does oh, that on. too or the or the motion processor does that now um yeah. just like they did in the moto x yeah um uh, another interesting thing that happened uh my <clears> wife <throat> has it plugged in uh playing pandora all day at work and she found out she's on calls and just like just happened to us and she'd mm-hmm. be like hey so and so and look down and there's everything transcribed <laughs> as a command siri <laughs> um but uh no i think it's gonna it's early days you know it's one of those those new features that works awesome like siri has never worked this smoothly for me siri was Mm -hmm. horrible yeah (laughs) and it's 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 as responsive now as like google now is Uh because i've always been impressed with how google now is for that it's still a little wonky on the glass uh but on the tablet or or now that you have like google now on your laptop right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's you know, sometimes I'm just lazy. I'll just open a new tab and be like, uh, okay, Google, what's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like the height of laziness at that point, isn't it? Um, well, and that's the one thing I, I think it was interesting before. I don't know if it was back during WWDC or, or when it was, but they said, you know, they were, they were going to do a lot with Siri and I'm sure it's because they were feeling the pain from Google and Microsoft. They knew they were going to launch Cortana. I've heard recently they've, Bumped again. They've bumped up the R and D up in Boston, which is where the Siri group mm-hmm. is, as well as the partnership with IBM and Watson. A lot of so they're in with Watson now. I've heard oh, that's right. They were doing the business stuff. Watson <laughs> just they just announced that Watson was going to start releasing business applications yes. using the technology. So I'm I'm interested to see where IBM helps them go with this because now you're going to have all this big business, big data being able to quickly search through massive amounts of information and return wow. the data. So that could be their answer to what Google now does. Because yes. Google, I mean, Google has like, doesn't, doesn't Google kind of do what Watson is where it's like, it's just uh, it's parsed all that information. Yeah. Uh, and Apple had to rely on 
sites like Wolfram Alpha mm-hmm. and, and different right. places yeah. like that. And so, so they they like they had to basically turn on specific sources, right? Versus Google is like, well, we are the source, right? We have everything. We are Google. Yes. Um, interesting. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see where they take this and how. And what I'm happy about is we have more than two companies pushing each other in this in this realm. Oh, we got three. So now, yeah, Microsoft, I mean, is doing a huge push with Cortana. In fact, I hear they're bringing it to the desktop. So it's going to be interesting to see how they push each other to just keep upping the game and not just on the search level on the things that are local to the device, like open this application or set the alarm or do whatever things that don't always have to kind of phone home just for a transcription. So I would say that one of the things that switched me over to the Nexus, because I it was iPhone in it for years and years, was was kind of the disappointment around Siri when it launched and the hype. I mean, screen size had a huge amount to do with it, but you know, Google is just so much better at recognizing my voice than Siri. Is. So, have you guys seen like improvements in like the voice recognition? Because I've seen a lot of yeah. improvements it, it in recognition, horrible. especially in like in the in the last year. Yeah, more than in the from the four S to the five. The five to the five. But it's been S. progressive. It's not even like yeah. from one to the other. It's it's they're they're upgrading Pushing. it on the other end. Yeah. You know, you you'll like I think we're like a few times they've like there's another source. They'll answer a new mm-hmm. question you didn't know about. You know. Yeah. Um it, so so that it's not like a, a release schedule like everything else iPhone. It's a constant development that's happening in the background. Because it's not actually on your phone. No, Everything's yeah. calling out. So right. and that's the one thing I think they need to work on the transcription. Yeah. I think the transcription needs to come local. That's mm-hmm. a personal thing from a security perspective. There's a lot of people that don't want to transcribe emails and things of that nature because of the phone home. That's something Android did in, I think, 4.3. They brought the transcription right. local to the phone if you had enough space. If, if, the, if the vendor, like Samsung or whomever was making the phone, wanted to include transcription local, that was an option. Uh, Apple's done it where you can actually bring the transcription local down to the Mac, mm-hmm. but you can't on the phone. I'm also wondering if that's why all of a sudden there's all these weird space issues on older on older phones. I don't know if it was something going on with Apple servers or what. And the OS is taking up a lot more space all of a sudden. Um, are you talking about like the install? Yeah. Because that install was like it said I needed 5.7 gigabytes on my phone. I have a 32 and I had trouble getting that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't imagine these poor people that maybe picked up like the 8 gigabyte model for free. Well, and I think there was a problem. There was some glitch with the install too because I heard some people on 8 gig devices <laughs> and their device came back saying they needed 17.6 gig free. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking there was some glitches with the install. On, mm. on the other hand, like, because there's no 32 gig device anymore um i want to say when i got the 64 gig device um the capacity is 56 gig so yeah so something so that that's like my usable space um right out the box yeah so they're using a lot more than the 1.2 gig Mm -hmm. compressed no wonder no wonder they up the the so does that like yeah. so just so i see this as the biggest difference between like the google products and, and the apple products is i feel like both of them oversell what the feature set's going to be before before a new product launch but like apple 
way oversells sort of what the deliverable is. And we were just we were talking about that earlier, right? Mm-hmm, like how mm-hmm. all these uh, parts of uh, of OS eight and and the Fitbit and all that stuff being integrated has been delayed. What was the big one that you said wasn't they, they pulled on? They launch pulled day? on launch day was Health Kit. It's the kit. They still have a health app. They and, still have the health kit it's app. It's taken my steps. The app, yeah, the, the app, all that stuff works. I think some of that reporting. <clears throat> like cross app. Cross app type. Sort of data crunching. Yeah. is mm. is They found, they were worried about, and they seem to be much more security first. They, <laughs> they found a glitch where it would be possible for, through health kit for health apps to share more data than they should or something sure. along those lines. Well, and that's going to be a huge problem for anybody in that space. Yeah. But do, yeah. You, do you agree? Like, do you feel like Apple uh, in the last three iPhones has been way overselling what they could deliver? I think, I think they could have been more clear on things like HomeKit because they announced their partnerships. Yeah, yeah. But they really didn't talk. I, and I figured we would have saw a lot more about that at the launch. The on the flip side, though, I feel like all these people that I talk to that have the, that they get the Samsung device because it can it follows your eyes when you read something well, and, it, and it does that. And it's, yeah, not only is yeah. it bloatware that like you you buy a 16 gig device and there's two gig free, and then I have these people complaining yeah. that they have no room for for apps. Right. But also, I feel like they buy the device because they think that technology is so cool. Yeah. And it either doesn't work. Doesn't work. <laughs> or it's completely like just or, conceptually right. dumb. And there's no way to really remove it. And I was talking to someone today that has the new, I think the Samsung Galaxy S5 and they have the fingerprint reader. Yeah. And he's like, I hated it and it never worked right. So I just shut it off. And I'm like, that is like the, my favorite thing. Yeah. And he's like, I, I just must have something wrong with my finger. <laughs> And I'm like, what? And he's like, well, look. And like, they have to, because they have that little bar for their home button. Mm-hmm. So you have to slide your finger like an old like school, like 1980s <laughs> scanner. Like was that was on the H, HP or the compact iPack pocket PC. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what are you so, talking about? And I'm like, mine, it like makes you take, it takes multiple scans of your fingerprint and if it grabs the same image twice, it kicks you back and makes you keep going more to make sure you move your finger around. And then just when you think you're done, it makes you scan the edges of your finger <laughs> to make sure like if you grab your phone like this, yeah, it unlocks correctly. Yeah. I'm like, why? So I feel like a lot of times like those, they have this gimmick that never works right on the Android side where yes, our stuff's delayed and overpromised. I, so, I feel like it's so much less gimmicky. Yeah, I would totally agree with you. Like, I was super disappointed in the, in the, in the Galaxy line. And yeah. I bailed on that real quick just for that reason. It, it was all bloatware. It was all slow. It was all just, you know, the, the basic things that you needed to do in it were, were being mired down by all this bells and whistles mm-hmm. that didn't. That's why, That's why I, I'm, I'm Nexus or Bust when it comes to it's Android. It's, it's like, no, I want the Google thing. Like, I, would do, I, I would do a Motorola X only because it's so close yeah. to yeah. Nexus. With a very, I feel like what they did with some of the Motorola stuff was took things that Google had created as as a, a demo or like a framework, and they said, "Here's, hey, other other companies, here's how you can implement this, and here's how it should be done." Yeah. So I feel like those. Th- well, and I don't know what it's going to be like now. Didn't someone? It bagged they, silver, like Nexus yeah. silver got bagged. I think I read somewhere last week. Like it'll be interesting to see what what comes of that and what comes of motorola with their frequent 
didn't they get acquired by Lenovo? Yeah, or, they got yeah. Re, they got put back out in the wild, right? Yeah. They got acquired mm-hmm. by Google and then unacquired. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, like in a year and a half cycle. It's like, but they had some really cool stuff in that year and a half. Google did. I feel like Motorola did so much with themselves. I hope they keep that streak alive. Yeah, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with not putting a bunch of crap on their phones. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I, when I look at the Android and I see the bloatware on that, like it's just like Windows PCs to me. You yeah, know, Samsung no, never put good, put good stuff on their Windows PCs. They're not going to put good stuff on their phones. You know, <laughs> silly stuff. I, too. It that, even that's, make that's, sense. that's I mean, Android by itself, not bad. You know, yeah. um, but I I can't trust it for a phone to me. Hmm. You know, like that, 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 except for maybe a Nexus, right? Um, but. Um, hey, let's uh, uh, first. Uh, we got to mention our sponsor real quick. Then we'll get to the rest of our awesome things of the week. We actually have two more. Two more. We have a, 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 fan, a, a chat room one as well. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Slice on Broadway, uh, feeding our guests. So we have so many tonight. Malengo came in for the movie minute as well. Josh and Chilla in here uh, tonight as well. So uh, if you're in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, please check them out. They're right here on the tracks, like we were talking about along the T line. Mm. Um, a great uh, uh, just coming for a slice. Great gourmet pizzas. We've had these uh, pizza pal gathers. We're we're way overdue for those. Chilla, yeah, getting our pizza pal going. Um, Dutters is back in the neighborhood. Oh, she over is. in Mount Washington. So we have to we'll have to get the crew together and get and invade their uh, their top floor again. <laughs> and Thursday and, nights are. We'll, we'll play it off here. We'll yeah. play it off here. Um, anyways, um, they're there. And I also got a new location down in Carnegie, down on Main Street um, in Carnegie, PA. Uh, if you're heading out uh, out to the airport, um, it's there's an exit right there. Okay, there's a little bit of construction going on, but it's right on Main Street. I'm on Broadway. I know it's confusing. Um, but uh, great, great place, great people, great pizza. And we thank them for supporting us and our stomachs here on podcast night uh, at Sorgatron Media. Hi guys, DJ Lunchbox here, aka uh, Will Rutherford. Uh, I've been on the show a few times. You might remember me from such episodes as uh, Awesome Cast Number, whatever it was. Uh, and this video that I'm recording for you now is on my brand new iPhone. I got the iPhone 6, not the big one, uh, because I have an iPad Mini and I didn't feel the need for to get a big one. Um, and let me tell you, this phone is great. I'm I'm a big fan. It's uh, uh, the the contours just fit right in my hand. It's not the the hard edges the same way that the five and the four was. Was I jumped from a five to the six, and um, I know that some of the advancements I would have gotten on the five S, but uh, I didn't because uh, I, I I didn't have the money. So um, I took advantage of uh, Verizon's trade-in program. I gave them my five. They gave me a six. End of story. And I walked out, and it's it's great. The thumb reader thing is super cool. And I know that's not uh, a new feature, but uh, it still excites me as a nerd. Um, the uh, camera is bonkers, uh, which you can't tell because this video is probably compressed by the time you get to see it. But uh, trust me, this camera is absolutely insane. Um, Big fan of the phone, big fan of iOS 8. I feel like uh, the phone is just the right size. I always felt that the 4 was too small, the 5 was okay. This is just right. I'm a fan. The display is gorgeous, and uh, uh, it's just great. I don't have a bad word to say against it. So, uh, Sorg, thanks for having me on Awesome Cast once again, and uh, enjoy the video. Oh, and check me out on Panel Riot, panelriot.com. Follow me at Panel Riot on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, Chilla, we didn't even get to your awesome thing yet. So the keyboards have landed. Yes, they have. Um, I'm actually downloading another one right now. Are you? It's my. Awesome are you becoming a, a, a keyboard fiend? 
I, I kind of am. Um, so there's there's now one that is all animated GIFs. <laughs> and it sends the GIFs as emoji through text messaging and what and, and whatnot. Funny. So I, I'm I, I'm interested to see how this works out. I know a lot of people are like from the Android side. Oh, we've had that forever. Um, I have used swipe. I've used different things on Android. Yeah. I, I feel like the major ones like the, the, the swipe and, and flexi and, and things like yeah, those yeah. Are, are fully baked. I feel like there's a lot that are half baked. I'm hoping that Apple's Gestapo that monitors apps going into the app store locks <clears throat> this down and doesn't just let anything through just because it's using a new technology that they enabled. But everything that I've seen so far has proved that the they're doing it right and they're they're keeping an eye on it. So I'm I'm hoping they stick with that. So this um, is bringing like swipe to you guys. So yeah, wait, so I, I've had swipe um, since launch day. It took them a while, so I can go in. Do yeah. Oh, somewhere in here. Did I turn it off? Oh. Oh, I reinstalled it, so okay. it's not on there yet. But um. So yeah, like things like that, I've been pretty impressed with. It's funny though too because like some things just don't didn't come naturally to me at first. It's, like it's different. Think about like stuff. swipe. I was thinking, yeah, oh, I could swipe. Well, I was thinking like I could swipe. Hello, how are you? And I would go hello. And then instead of lifting my finger, I was trying to swipe to the space bar. <laughs> and you can't do that. You have to lift your finger. So it it does take some getting used yeah, yeah. to. But I'll, I can swipe now. Almost as fast as I can type, and I'm getting better. I'm good there. I, I, all the time. I keep forgetting to turn it on sometimes. Uh, I'm actually using SwiftKey uh, because it was recommended on Android like a while ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of the same thing. Like kind of getting used to what is the flow of this, and and it's like, okay, what is it recognizing? Am I getting basically the letters and it figures it out? Like, can I just kind of be loose with it, like a signature? You know, like yeah. ah, I know the general vicinity of here. How here I am or something, right? Um, but again, like left and per word. And I feel like I'm like, like touch typing per word, you know, is, is my feeling with it so far. But again, I kind of get mm -hmm. used to it. It's interesting. I could do it. I could do it with my eyes closed now. We've had it for so long. <laughs> yes. That was a poke and a stab at, at Apple. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I'm happy it's there. Like, so with that, I, cause I, I had SwiftKey on the tablet. Um, and I've had the tablet for about a year and I just couldn't get into it. You know, it's so different. I figure I'm going back to forth back and forth the, the greatest upgrade to me to this os is the fact that i have more commonality across my this to non ios devices because i do have that keyboard thing going mm -hmm. on all the apps i can do the sharing thing you know it, it's it's like sometimes when i wanted to like say pick up feedly and go through a bunch of news and and tweet it out to awesome cast and insert coin and the other places right um which is how i find my stuff for you know items for the show uh, i would uh, i should grab the tablet because i have more capability there now i feel like i can uh soon as feedly updates um i'm going to be able to pick up the phone and do it just as handily as i do over there um i was listening to i think it was mac power users and they're talking about like what this is going to do for kind of power user workflows on uh, ipads and, and and stuff like that um so uh what was i gonna ask oh are you you use pocket yes i do have you used the pocket um extensions in the browsers uh i went to use it today but apparently i'm not logged in 
Ah. So I, I have to set that up. So that's like my new favorite thing with the Pinterest and the, mm-hmm. and the pocket and things like that. I might actually use Pinterest a lot more. Yeah, that's that's where I think I, it's it's going to win out for me. And I've never actually really played around. I've done a lot of like the open end type stuff in Android mm-hmm. and, and the share to an app. Mm-hmm. But I f- feel like at least in the older version of Android, you kind of had to hop over to that app and mm-hmm. then it hopped you back real quick. Mm-hmm. This you don't have that hop it's it's the app is uh, a portion of the app appears on top of the app you're in this is how pocket works which is why i really like Mm -hmm. it so if you add pocket into the browser and you add to pocket you get this little overlay that's that's it says saved and it sits there for a second and you can add tags Mm -hmm. But you never have to leave <clears throat> what you're doing. I feel like it's the it's a good compromise to a split screen on a Samsung device, yeah, yeah. and and being able to, to to keep what you're doing and it just sure. sitting right there, and it just comes up with its own little implementation okay. on top. His, which oh, has been pretty impressive. That was weird. Popped up Pinterest for a moment and then just went away. Oh, maybe I'm not logged in there either. Um, I noticed. Um, um, uh, Hootsuite. I, I thought it was a great thing because now I have Hootsuite and I can access all the social networks I'm tied into there, not just the couple I decide to on Twitter and Facebook yeah. and whatnot. <clears throat> um, um, it doesn't work. Like I set it up, it sends, it never goes. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just because the app just added functionality, it's not working. Is there something I need to turn on Hootsuite? But it pops up a thing, and it, and it pops up a you know I can hit a thing and say what networks do I want to send it to? My list comes up for Facebook and Twitter. I select them. I hit send nothing happens so i don't know where the where the break is yet hmm. for instance so hootsuite fix that <laughs> Jeez, get we, on that right now come on what do i pay you for but um awesome we do have oh highest recommended keyboards so far for anybody want to kind of dabble so i like keyboards? i like swipe i've played with flexi mm-hmm. it's okay um and what was the one you were using swift key swift key i haven't used that one yet one password is free too right now. Really, I went for LastPass to pop in there. Yeah, that's you know that's kind of the coming soon, and, and this is this is based on app, app makers themselves. But the um, um, soon as soon as they get to it, um, I'll be able to you know log into my banking app with my fingerprint. Like I think mm-hmm. that's going to be killer, you know, because I hate remembering that stupid password. Hmm. Um, and Do you remember the MythBusters where they faked fingerprints? It's like. <laughs> latex glove and some listen if anyone's gonna go through all that effort to try to get my bank (laughs) yeah they're gonna have to steal my one they're gonna be very disappointed (laughs) yeah okay let's be honest they're gonna be very disappointed if i had money that was worth stealing (laughs) i'd have have a lot more security um uh but uh yeah yeah no that's you know although it is you know that point you let yourself let auto login happen a bit more Mm because you're behind that touch id like wall right off the bat you know so like that lets you kind of be free with the rest of the phone, you know. Um, I'm kind of hoping I'm on LastPass, so I'm waiting for them to do integration because mm-hmm. um, they uh, the last update to uh, LastPass on the Android had like form fill across every app, you know. It asks you like every time I go to a login now um, if you want it, it pops up right in the middle. So I'm wondering if that kind of access is going to happen here, or at least like maybe you know the Touch ID, <coughs> you know, mm-hmm. bits of it. So. Um, hmm. Yeah, uh, we do have one more awesome thing. This one is actually from the chat room, uh, dropped in by Alex Cars. 
alexcarsdesign.com if you want to check him out. Um, his is actually Mighty Text. Yeah, I'll pull up. This looks really cool. Okay. If I had Android. This is what he says. Awesome thing for me. Uh, Mighty Text for Android lets me keep track of my SMS messages on my MacBook. They have a Chrome extension. I really wish I'd found this before I went up to camp for the summer. Um, and it's over at MightyText.net. You can get the app over there. Um, and uh, it's cool. So it's like the, the, you know, what we, you know. Well, I like that the, like the, it, it's almost like a console into your phone with new message classic view photos and videos favorites contacts mm -hmm. and then i i really like that it shows you the percentage battery life left <laughs> on the phone so if you have your phone again sitting across the room or sitting wherever and you're using a lot of the feature functionality from your phone you can it's kind of like a portal mm -hmm. right on your other device it's nice over four million users. So a little bit more than like like I could say. Well, isn't isn't Hangouts gonna was starting to let you do text messages through there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you have an Android phone, and, and now um, iMessages is now like I, my calls pop up. I, I have Leopard on my computer, <clears throat> so I'm getting all those uh, convergence. What are they calling it? Cohesion. I get all that cohesion stuff happening. No, it's not cohesion. Cohesion? No. What are they calling it? I can't remember. Anyways, that thing happens where the icon pops up and mm -hmm. everything syncs. Yeah. Um, I, you know, first, it's like I had iMessage on over here and I looked down at my phone and that little iMessage icon popped up in the corner. Um, also, I had the first um, location-based app recommendation. On the up. lower left-hand corner? Yes. I was sitting in a Starbucks up on McKnight Road and I'm like, oh, the Starbucks app's going to come up. Right? And I looked down and, and it was the AT&T app. There's an at and mm -hmm. T store across the street that was popping up. Oh, that would drive me crazy. And then you and then and it, it it shows up in the corner, just like your camera's in the corner over uh -huh. here. So you slide from that side, and it loads up into your app. One, it didn't load up. It took forever. It aired the first time. Yeah. Um, it finally got into it, and it's like, how about you check your upgrades if you're eligible for anything? And of course, it says everything's eligible on the next plan, which I'm not gonna freaking do. Stop making me do that. Yeah. You know? uh, I'm gonna wait. I'm going to wait, guys. So this is a new revenue stream for Apple? They're going to put location-based ads in the bottom left corner of your... I don't think it's it's ads. I think it's... It's, it's, it's the So it's the app for the things in the location you're in. So yes. if you go into Home Depot... I, I So if you go into Home Depot, it puts the Home Depot app... Yeah, but Home at, Depot at a, pays Apple for that. Like, they're not going to put the Sorgatron... Awesome cast app. I, no, I, it's, oh, it's based just a, it's on just GPS. An app. It's a GPS and an, and, and there's a, a way to turn it. There's the way. There's a way to set it where it'll only show up for the apps you have installed too. So like I have the oh, Home so Depot will, app. So it will show up if I don't have a Home Depot app. It. I think it might. Yeah, and it'll prompt you. You want to install the app? Okay. And you can turn that piece off and say just somewhere in the hand. settings, just show me the 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 apps for the thing the sure. things that are that are in my vicinity. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. See, I look at everything from a marketer's perspective, I think, at this point. <laughs> and so I, I, I just, I, a bit of, you know, cynicism there around why Apple and Google do the things they do, right? Of course. Well, it, well mm -hmm. it, it's pretty much a, everything's too, so so it lubricates the rails of our money getting into something else. That's why we're doing Apple Pay. They already have our credit card, and we can yeah. use it a bunch of other places now, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. Um, continuity. Continuity. Thank you. Thank you. Um but, uh, I mean, you kind of, you know, you're along that line. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, when you see an AT&T app for the 15th time, 
<laughs> will you still feel the same way? But it's way? so it's so um, small, yeah. you know? Like, you, you almost have to be looking for it, yeah. you know? Because it's it, it just like, like, I barely noticed it the first time. I'm like, wait, something's different in the corner. And, of course, if you have a busy yeah. screen, <laughs> you're not going to notice like? it at all. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I think it's fine. And I think it's one of those things that could be handy. Like, walking to Starbucks, and I'm like, oh, open your Starbucks app. I was like, well, that's handy because I uh, have... You know, a gift card, like a gift card or something. Yeah, exactly. Or I load the app or something like that. Um, so this goes to the, sit, sit in Starbucks and watch how many people pay with their phone. You know, I it did. Is ridiculous. I did. I, um, well, that I, is one company I'm really impressed with them mm-hmm. really backing that technology. And, and, and the reason I had the app originally was because I think somebody or I got a gift card from, I don't know, cloud or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you had to load it. You, I think you had to load it into the app. And so it, it got you in the app. It's been sitting there for like a year. Um, and finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm bouncing around town. I have to, you know, Starbucks is usually the thing that's around, depending on where I'm at, especially the area you have to go for so many shoots. So I'm like, I, you know what? I might as well do it. It makes business expenses easier to have one item that I have mm-hmm. to plug in instead <clears> of every time I buy a $3 coffee or whatever. Um, so... You know why not? So I'm so I'm now I'm one of the cool people that uses the the thing. Um, <laughs> well, and they they made it where their app just shows a barcode, and that's how they read off your account information, which is yeah, which is a pretty cool use of technology sure. for making sure that all the phones could do it, right? Why isn't it in pass my passport? Is my question. Shouldn't it be like? Isn't that what I've used? I've used Mac. I, and see, that's the one thing that I have failed at does it? is actually playing around with Passbook. But it, well, it's also like, do you use an app that that gets into it? Like I hadn't used it for the longest time, and then out of nowhere, um, I got a coupon from Chipotle, and we bought tickets to uh, the tech cocktail event that used Eventbrite, and both of them ported in. Like for the so first time in forever, I had like multiple things on my Passbook. I yeah. barely even opened it. Right? right. So Starbucks should leverage Passbook. They should. Maybe. Should. I, maybe. I, I don't know if in the set, if in the app, you have to in the settings, you have to say make sure it shows up. Like I feel book. like I, I think there's these certain subsets of like there's some of us that are like I don't even know I have passbook on the on my phone, um, and then there's some people that like airline tickets, sure. Starbucks, sure. go to the certain things that that use this all the time. Yeah, I have an Eventbrite, I have a Show Clicks, uh, I should probably buy one get one, which I've used all, already. And actually, my tickets to the Mick Foley uh, comedy show down at. Uh, uh, from Laugh Stuff is on here too. Which... And the, the reason I didn't get too much into Passbook is because there was like three apps that used it when it came out. Yeah. But now there's there's a decent much. amount. I mean, not that I go to Sephora that often, but I mean, Office <laughs> or Air Canada. Or Air, Air Canada, <laughs> but like Walgreens, Dunkin' Donuts, American Ooh, Eagle, Dunkin Donuts. Ticketmaster, Live Nation. Um, I don't have a Discover card. Target. So now, now I'm actually going through. I'm like, hmm, what can I do with all these apps? So. I started installing them. Plus, they're they're smart. They 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 gamified your levels in Starbucks. So. <laughs> yeah. Any other thing? But I, when I'm around, I go to the community coffee shop at the top of the hill. I As support them. It's just when I'm anywhere else, or if I find a local one, I'll go to that. But unfortunately, Starbucks is freaking everywhere. <laughs> it is. It is everywhere. Um. But awesome. Hey, you know, uh, speaking of. Marketing iOS stuff. Um, I noticed something. I think I noticed this last night. There are bundles on uh, iOS now. If you go into the store, mm-hmm. and you you this? can you get discounts on like if you can if you need to complete a bundle. Yeah, like you don't have to start back over or or whatever, or you're not eligible for a bundle if you already had so like three of the five. If you have three of the five, like you get 
whatever the discount would be divided like oh. divide that divide the discounted price up by the five apps although it didn't work out, I, out. I, they had a uh, infinity blade and there's three infinity blades yeah they're like six bucks a piece i think mm-hmm. um so, and it was telling me that like oh i, I could complete my bundle of one of them for twelve dollars i'm like <laughs> I don't think Boy, your math you is right, man, Apple, but it's... here's what it looks like. It's actually, it's a, it's kind of towards the bottom of the first page here. Um, and you go through it, like, there's an Angry Birds one. Ooh, Prince, Prince, Disney Princesses, uh, Ubisoft Classic Hits, a lot of Rayman in there. Um, so, I mean, I, that's cool. I think that, that adds to the kind of game community that, that's going on there. Um, and, and I think it's mostly games, right? Yeah, they're taking a page from there's, Steam, the, right? There's games, there's a lot of... Uh, photo apps in that is there's, there is productivity as well there's productivity there's there's a lot of stuff in that. yeah there is like an ultimate productivity one here that includes like pdf expert printer pro scanner pro uh calendar five um but but i mean they're definitely like all the same producer at least yeah that, and that's what it usually is, is it's the same if, if a company like best of juicy bits for iphone <laughs> and it's Halftone 2 layout 3D camera and halftone. Family stargazing for $4.99. Starwalk 2, Starwalk Kids, and Sky Live. Nice. Um, well, that's that's a, a cool new uh, kind of app discovery. Um, they also did do a lot of, um, um, at least first day, they were like, hey, check out, we got keyboards. And there was like a whole list of keyboards. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Swift they, they had one that was, uh, look at all the new games using Metal. Yes, and I downloaded a bunch of random ones. A lot of them are free games, uh, so I'm sure they're going to bug me to pay for something. They have the Zen Rock Garden Uh, one. Side note, I'll talk about this on Insert Coin, or I'm sorry, Boss Battle later, but I did buy Goat Simulator. That's five bucks on... um, (laughs) For the iPhone. For the iPhone, yeah. Goat Simulator? Goat Simulator. Oh, Goat Simulator. Yes. Yes, I recommend I've only looked over someone's shoulder as they played Goat Simulator. We heard a story about somebody's first experience, like his first two hours playing Goat Simulator. Like first, I did this, and then I had a rocket pack, and then this happened. And I'm like, that is the most amazing experience I've ever. Very compelling. It's very compelling, and then you go in, and it's just like, like I'm like I'm playing through, and I'm like, okay, I was like, well, 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 how do I have a rocket pack? And and it doesn't work, right? But it doesn't work in a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's 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 pretty tremendous. Poor imaginary goat. Poor imaginary goat. <laughs> Magic, uh, 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 imaginary, uh, poor ragdoll physics goat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, Sheila, you got a couple stories in here. I want to make sure we get to a couple of yours here. Which one do you want to do? Pick uh, one. What's Adobe doing? So Adobe bought Aviary, which I don't under I don't hundred percent understand why. Like they want to get more into the mobile photo editing. Like they have so a lot Aviary, of mobile photo editing apps. So Aviary is just a, a iPhone editing app, right? Yeah. Like, like, like I, I, I'm not a hundred percent understanding the value add. The value add. Like, did they have more users that were willing to use the app than people on creative? Like, I'm not understanding. I'm not. Uh, yeah, Maybe I'm not. It's a I'm team not play? the big. But if it was a team play, why aren't you? Why wouldn't you just create a partnership? Why do you it, need to buy them? I bet it's uh, going to be something in Adobe Cloud to let people with Adobe Cloud to, to muck around the in app? Aviary, something yeah, I don't muck know. around with mobile app, something. Well, to, how how well is mobile Photoshop doing? 
that, you know, well, maybe that's it. Yeah, that's just like, we're know. not getting any ground. We're buying the users on this thing. You know, yeah. you're looking at the new uh, Photoshop uh, uh, mobile, you know, in a little bit, maybe. I don't think I maybe the I, they, people like the UI better. And, and the thing about mobile Photoshop is, is when you think about a Photoshop experience, mm -hmm. you're, you're thinking layers and, and crazy selection tools. That's what they con that. And they did a good job. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Mobile Photoshop does a good job if you need to do something crazy like, and on quick the on the yeah. iPad. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily on the on the phone. Yeah, I don't think it's practical on the phone. But why wouldn't they just create some spin-off that was Well, I think it's a branding issue, right? Cuz Photoshop has a barrier to entry for most people. Yeah. So yeah. you want to buy something that an end consumer can consume not yeah so i think, I think people are scared mm -hmm. by the photoshop name at that yeah. point i was like that's a 700 dollars application I right and i had buy. a bad experience with yeah. it when i tried to crop a picture once yeah mm -hmm. yeah versus my my photo express that came with my computer you know like that's why right. people you know yeah. maybe gravitate more so, towards these I, I would agree with you but it's for users it's for users and and just kind of put forward a face for new customers that's not intimidating two Two of the stories that I, I found very interesting, and, and unfortunately one of them is in a limited area. AT&T tempts cord cutters with a $40 a month broadband that includes HBO and Amazon Prime. What? That's not that good of a deal though, is it? Right? Amazon Prime is what, 9 bucks a month, 12 bucks a month, something like that? And HBO is 10 bucks a month, but that includes your broadband. Oh, uh, okay. So okay. it's real broadband, right? Because sometimes they say broadband. Yeah, what, what broadband are you getting for 40 bucks a month? Because yeah. I'm paying... Five uh, down, uh, two uh, up. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm doing, I think I'm up to 50-50 because I did that diabolical rewards program that uh, that Chilla talked me into on Fios. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the but, uh, but the you're 50 up? I think it's 50 up and 50 wow, down, yeah. That's good. For, yeah, for, they, they went symmetrical because it was like 50-25 like, uh, and you sign up for their rewards points program which bs by the way i don't even want i'll tell you about that off the air it's not even it's not like you get free you like oh i got a car for 10 bucks at such and such like pnc gives me it's like it's you get a coupon for the car wash yeah it's, it's, it's not very good but, like, they, but they match the your, they the your same, broadband they i have the same coupons speeds. off the town planner calendar up in the kitchen what's the i'm not gonna go through it's like freaking coke points it's it's ridiculous just look at it this way you got a free speed boost and you didn't have to do anything. That's true. I don't. True. I don't pay attention to more the reward, actual and, rewards. And definitely more emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the rewards aren't worth anything. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they they got the worst deals for those. Like, it, but anyways, back to this. So do we um, have the up up and down speed of that? It didn't. It didn't. Say. Wait, wait. So it's like full on. It's not like just the Amazon Prime video. It's actually like shipping with Amazon Prime. Yeah. What? <laughs> like they awesome. bundled this entire. Now it's for the first year oh, until yeah. until you're. But it's it's a contract. I mean, you could renew in a year if they still have the deal going. Yeah, they don't give you deals when you want to renew a contract. We are cord cutters. I will never. I will fight tooth and nail not to go back. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just uh, with Verizon's uh, modeling out, they're betaing pay for the channel you want service now. Did you see that? No. What's yeah, this? Just I, I saw. I said they were, they wanted to try it. I didn't. I haven't. Seen so apparently, they've more. got contracts in place with you know all the all the production houses to do pay for the channel you want, pay for the content you want. You know what, man? If uh, if it was something to just buy USA so I can watch uh, Monday Night Raw, I'm yeah. it. That's all I need. Everybody Seriously, would be in, all right? I need. I'm okay. That's my last ditch thing <laughs> is to watch Monday Night Raw live on Monday night without jumping through 
some kind of Russian area. streaming site. Oh, the British, you know, <laughs> British commercials are really fantastic. I, I got to tell you. Um, but, but, but I don't want to do that. But, you know, I, you know, dancing in the gray area, I do pay for Hulu. I can watch it on Hulu. A day later. I just want to watch live. Um, so I just, in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, once you get rid of sports, like, what's the reason to have, I mean, for, for you know, once. Oh, you, for sure. Like, for once sure. you get rid of need for live. Yeah. That's the point of it. Yeah. We watch Doctor Who on a week delay, and it's it's fine. We just don't read spoilers, except for those few times when they're like yeah, they're going to simulcast around the world. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just go over to my friend's house. Yeah, just right. like find a bar, find a nerd hey, bar. Hey, can I come over and watch you? Doctor Who bars. <laughs> they, had, they, there, there used to be a Buffy bar down in really? down on the south side. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that would have changed my life. My <laughs> Not in a good way, but in but a they way. would they would show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Which when bar it, when was, that? was on. Do you remember? It's, it was like bar 11 or something. It'd be something quirky. No, it was across the street from bar 11. It's now a completely different bar with a completely different huh. group that hangs we out. Have, there, we but. have some hacks in the chat room, guys. I have to share this. Uh, Doug, who, who regularly watches this show live on his Chromecast on the big TV. Um, he says it looks fantastic tonight, by the way, hmm. on the new YouTube stream. Uh, here's the trick to Starbucks app. You can go to Starbucks uh, Giant Eagle and recharge your card there and they'll give you fuel perks. Then buy a coffee, and you can scan your Advantage card and make a purchase. It's fuel perks craziness. <laughs> the, and then the real trick to that is then, so, how did I do this? You take your PNC Points Visa and <laughs> buy your Starbucks card. No, wait a minute. I have the I have the Advantage card Citizens Bank debit that I never use, so I should throw that in the mix, too. Yeah. So, so here's, here's what I did to buy a TV once at Costco. So. <laughs> So <laughs> I have an American Express that I get. I think it's like an extra 2% back at Costco with. And I'm an executive member, so I get 1% back from Costco. So then I took my, my American Express and I went and bought American Express gift cards with my American Express at Giant Eagle to get fuel perks. So I got 3% back on purchasing them. Then got the money on the, in fuel perks, this and then the, went to Costco and bought my TV, which then I got an additional one percent back. I mean, like I ended, not that I made money, but it, <laughs> but it definitely reduced the cost of the TV overall. And it was like a twelve hundred dollar TV that was twenty five hundred dollars on sale for twelve. It was fifty percent off. It was right. And then on the top of the fifty percent, you still got I, yeah. I still got a good like four percent back and like plenty of plenty of tanks of gas so it was definitely worth it <laughs> this is the this is the new generation of extreme couponing yes that, that's definitely that's my gut on it yeah yeah well and that's what i've done too is, is like with the pnc points visa i've actually like taken oh, all point. my normal all my normal bills like my internet bill my internet bill my cell phone bill like anything that's not like a loan or another card or anything like that i pay on there and then i just pay the card to zero at the end of the month and boom i just made points on things that i would have normally just i have points on that didn't they just kill off the points on the debit cards i think on the debit card you have to have the visa points credit card yeah it has been probably i used to clean up on that that's what that was a good point system Mm -hmm. because i'd be like oh i got a i got a 25 (laughs) dollar like movie card for amc or something Mm -hmm, right you know i mean that that was that was a good yeah. plan right there. There's there's a reason they moved it off. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's gone. It's just like the first PNC card I think I had was um 
they had NFC in it. So you can do the tap to pay. Mm-hmm. Might, no, card, no card since has had it for me. I might have it. I just got a new one. I don't think it does. No. That's because they want you to use Apple Pay. Because they want you to use Apple Pay or they want you to get the special platinum card or whatever or uh, they move hmm. it up a level. It's like just like cable. They move it up a level. They move my G4 up a tier and I'm not going to pay an extra thing. Dark days. Um, on that note, uh, guys, uh, go check everything out. We're at awesomecast.com. Um, we're on the tweeters at awesomecast. Thanks, Mike Allen, at Mike Allen PR for tweeting us all night uh on the account and uh doing the show notes as usual he does a great job with that he's been helping us with press releases and everything around here um so go follow him on twitter uh mike allen pr uh you can also like i said subscribe to us on youtube on itunes on spreaker on stitcher i think this one's <laughs> doctor who and buffy's <laughs> buffy bars is the title <laughs> um you can also drop us a line at awesomecast at sorgatron media Dot com and you can join us here live Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern at live.sorgatronmedia.com. You can see how they influence the show um, as we go here. Um, so uh, with that, uh, again, uh, Josh, tell people where they can find everything you're involved with. Uh, workhardpgh.com and workhardpgh on Twitter is probably the best source. Awesome. And then, of course, at Chilla on the Twitters. That's where I'm at all and the time. And I'm at Sorgatron on Twitter as well. And everything, of course, all the great shows are at SorgatronMedia.com. You can also uh, drop in the Sorgatron Media Everything feed on iTunes and Stitcher and just get everything we're doing. We're doing a ridiculous number of stuff. Um, I think, what did I say? Uh, we do uh, uh, like like eight podcasts on Tuesday alone. Wow. Um, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. And uh, we, we have every workday has at least one podcast at this point. Wow. Um, and... Four wrestling shows now. Five wrestling. No, yeah, there are five wrestling shows now. They just started a new one on Thursdays because they are crazy on Thursdays. I'm not even involved in those ones. <laughs> they just do them. There's a pot- panel riot. Another great one that just started. Panelriot.com. Great comic book. Uh, one by uh, uh, DJ Lunchbox. Will Rutherford. He's been on here a few times. We should have him again. Uh, hopefully, we hear from him soon about how he's uh, liking his iPhone six. So, uh, thanks again to the awesome chat room. Thanks, Josh, for joining us. Thank you. Um, and uh, next week, I believe we're scheduled to have Cindy Klosky back on, and maybe your Uncle Crappy as well. Um, thank you. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. <laughs>